This episode of One Shot is brought to you by Lone Wolf Development, the official sponsors of the Neo Scum podcast and the makers of Hero Lab, one of the most powerful character creation tools on the market. You can learn more at wolflayer.com. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot, brought to you by Hobby Horse Games. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, our sponsor, Hobby Horse Games, is giving you a sneak peek at their new storytelling game, Firelight, which will be kickstarting July 11th. Firelight is probably one of the most robust beer and pretzel RPGs that I've ever had the pleasure of playing. You can sit down with no preparation and get a game rolling in 15 minutes, and the usual runtime is just one to two hours. It's also designed for small groups, so it's the perfect game to break out when the full party can't make it to session. A huge thanks to Hobby Horse for giving us a sneak peek of their game and for sponsoring the show. This week on the One-Shot Twitch stream, we'll have a new episode of Warda Tuesday at 7.30pm, and on Wednesday, the Dungeon Dome will be returning with a new exhibition match at 8pm Central Time. For all the One-Shot heroes who are lucky enough to be attending Gen Con 2017, the One-Shot Network will be there, and we're running panels. Tickets for all of our One-Shot panels are open and free, but we need to take something at the door. If we're sold out on an event, you can always show up with a generic ticket to get in. However, generics are $2 and event tickets are free. We need to take something because having tickets helps us get better space next year. In our show notes, there's a link to the Gen Con site with all the one-shot events. You can also search the event site for other great things to do during the best four days in gaming. Heroes, the one-shot Patreon drive is still going strong, and I want to give a huge thank you to all of our backers who joined up last week during my birthday. Hitting the goal of 6969 is about the nicest present that you can get a person. This week, the lucky winner of a James and Cat copy of NPC is... CD Gallant King! I'll bet the one-shot drive has a lot of people wondering if being a Patreon backer is worth it. Well, you don't need to take my word for it. You can listen to The Defenestrator explain why they back. Hello, humans. I am the droid assassin known and feared across the galaxy as The Defenestrator. I back the one-shot network because facilitating the continued shenanigans which so warm my cold, thirsty heart. It's just a no-brainer. Thank you for the many hours of entertainment. And since we're talking about our lovely Patreon backers, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank them. Brett, thank you. James Zebulin Smith, thank you. Jeffrey Smith, thank you. I think Zebulin, right? James Zebulin Smith? Zebulin, yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey Smith, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. To... Uh, yeah, Matthew Matissier. Um, Matt Tier? Uh, Matt Tier. Uh, but... We never thank them as the knocking devil. Uh, Darcy Ross. Darcy Ross. Thank you so much, Darcy. Oh. Darcy does a podcast with gnomes too. She does cipher talk. Heck yeah. Yeah. Arlen Ortiz. Thank you. Karen Huseman. Thank you. Joseph. Thank you. Andy Arminio. Thank you. Alistair D. Pierce. Thank you. Brendan Chimmy McGuire. Thank you. Ken Pellegrino. Thank you, Ken. Thanks, Ken. 
thanks again to all of our backers. And remember, if we can get our Patreon to 7500 a month by our fourth anniversary in August, we'll make the third installment of the Inspector Jackie Feng Shui series our anniversary series. It's already been recorded, and it is just waiting to be unlocked. This week, we're also offering a special piece of the Secret Archive. This week, I recorded a birthday game for one of our backers, and we played Honey Heist. And it will be added to the Secret Archive. But if we can hit 1,100 backers on Patreon by Friday, it will be available to our $2 backers as well. As of this recording, that's just under 50 backers to do it. And with all that out of the way... Let's get to the show. We are All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. Uh, first up, a familiar voice, the GM of our lovely Monster Heart games, and that is Sam K. Sam, welcome back to the show. Thanks, James. Nice to see you. I'm super happy to have you here. Uh, we're going to be playing Firelight. Uh, I'm excited. Which is, yeah, this is a very, very light game. It's supposed to be very freeform and run really quick. I'm pretty excited about that because uh, most games that are freeform and run quick take about three hours. But this one boasts that we can wrap things up in 70 minutes. Uh, And I am excited to see any role-playing game pull that off. Sam. Yes, James. Who are you going to be playing for us this week? I'm playing Little Andre, the warrior. Little Andre uh, started life as a coal miner, a proud coal miner. Son of a coal miner. Son of a coal miner. Still uses the pickaxe as his weapon mm-hmm. of choice. Um, still wears the helmet with a tiny candle attached to it because, you know, coal miners and firelight don't have electric things on their head. Um, and specifically, well, James, I, I guess you're going to explain how we created our characters? Yes. This system works so freeform and is intended for one-shots that you can randomly draw your class card, if you so choose, or pick it out. I believe most people here picked it out. But you are then given three personality cards. And of those three personality cards, you pick two. Uh, So, Sam, which personality cards did you go with? Well, I misheard you and only took two personality cards, so I just took the two that God gave me, and I am a cult leader and a gourmand, (laughs) which work out really well with the one piece of equipment you gave me, which is a canary. Oh, my God. So, this is how this cult works. Little Andre raises small canaries, Mm -hmm. hundreds of them at a time, carries them with him. And sends them forth on missions. They are also the only thing he eats. (laughs) So anytime one of those little yellow bastards comes back, right down the hatch. And, fellas, he's recruiting. (laughs) Actively. Bird is the word. Uh, Hashtag bird is the word for any Dungeon Dome fans out there. I am really excited to hear how uh, we ended up on this particular mission together. But uh, let's move on from that for now. Uh, Next up is John Mahoney. John. Hey, James. How's it going? I'm pretty good because I'm back in the room with you, John. Oh, heck yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been uh, a minute. Since we've had you on the show. Busy schedules. Uh, Absolutely. John, who are you going to be playing for us this time? I am playing Ralph the Thief, mm-hmm. and uh, so I only get two of the three that I grabbed? Yes. Uh, cool. So I'm Ralph the Thief, I'm a kleptomaniac, and a jokester. Ooh, yeah. a jokester. Yeah, Ralph is also a libertarian and a Capricorn, for those that are uh, interested. <laughs> mm-hmm. Politically um, libertarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, politically Capricorn, too. <laughs> He's very politically Capricorn. Ugh. 
Such a cap. Uh, any <laughs> any distinguishing physical features that you want to let us know about Ralph? Uh, uh, tiny, just short, mm-hmm. <laughs> very short. Are you going to put a number to that, or should we just whatever we think of as short? I don't want to put me in a box because I often get stuck in boxes. Okay, so Ralph can fit in a box. <laughs> what does a box mean to you? We'll figure out on the show. Uh, next up, we've got some new voices coming to us, and the first is TJ King. TJ. Hey, how's it going? Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we've had TJ on our streams before, mm-hmm. uh, but this is your right. first time on the podcast. Yep, my first time. And TJ, have you ever played a role-playing game before? I have played role-playing games before, and they've always ended with me betraying everyone and making everyone miserable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> TJ. Sounds pretty good, TJ. <laughs> Don't Which put me in a box. It's perfect because uh, my character's name is Scratch the Trickster. Mm. Um, he's also cowardly outspoken and a werewolf <laughs> Good. So, glad that's out. one of the personality cards <laughs> yeah that was one of the personality cards is a werewolf mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. perfect okay um uh what is there any distinguishing physical feature you want to let us know about scratch uh i'm just i'm just really wiry man i'm just like not i'm that i'm that guy that's drank too much coffee and is just like in your face too close I'm too close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Too close. Coffee breath. <laughs> a werewolf. Um, and next up is another uh, voice and face from the stream who is new to the podcast, and that's Arnie Parrott. Arnie. Hey, James. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yeah, man. My pleasure. Now, Arnie, you are one of the only folks that I have invited on the show that I know would have a plug for me. Uh, so yeah. if you would like to make a plug, now uh, is a great time to do it. I am a I am a songwriter and a music director, and I work on another podcast called Starlight Radio Dreams. Starlight Radio Dreams happens once every month, and we have a different special guest each week uh, or each month. And James was a guest once, and he did an excellent job. And uh, we are available streaming on the internet, and we do two shows at. Miss Murphy and Sons here in beautiful Chicago. Yeah, it is a blast of a show to listen to. Uh, if you are a fan of old-time radio like I am, uh, you should check it out. Uh, Starlight is definitely one of the groups that is part of that revival and a lot of fun to listen to. Arnie, who are you going to be playing for us this I week? I shall be uh, playing Bartleby Humblebrag, the troubadour. <laughs> mm. And uh, Bartleby Humblebrag is uh, fearless in every way. Um, and he is also... Very debonair. Uh, those are the attribute cards I drew, and it seems appropriate for a troubadour. As for a physical uh, characteristic, uh, Bartleby Humblebrag's sleeves go down too far mm-hmm. and are far too big for him. I think that's a pretty good physical attribute. <laughs> okay, I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. So we have a somewhat of a motley crew that we're working with here. This uh, system works off of scenario cards. Um, again, it is the kind of game uh, that you can sit down and play really quickly. Um, and it is meant to be played with only a handful of players. It's the sort of game that if your whole party does not show up for your regular D&D session, uh, you can bust out this game and play very quickly. And the scenario card that I drew randomly uh, for this group of people and I do want to emphasize that it's random, is called Crash and Burn. And I feel like it's appropriate in some way. Uh, Your scenario is the Neffle, is the world's largest passenger blimp, and she is embarking on her maiden voyage tomorrow. 
Um, the head of Neffel's security has received word of a bombing uh, once the ship is airborne. Uh, he has hired you as covert agents uh, to prevent this attack. Your task is to blend in with the guests. This guy's, find the, the, <laughs> this guy's the dumbest head of security. I mean, like, this is, I'm sorry. Like, this is going to date this podcast in, like, eternity. Mm-hmm. But, like, the James Comey stuff was all last week. He's a bad head of security. This yeah. guy's worse. Yes. Oh. Uh, he, chose, he chose a tiny thief, a guy with too big of a shirt. No, a, a wiry sleeps. werewolf. I'm sorry. <laughs> he and doesn't a coal know that miner to blend. Can a I coal just miner say, who eats birds. Who eats birds. <laughs> I really hope that this head of security is six foot eight, wearing a blue suit and trying to hide in drapes. Oh <laughs> God. Well, he like, is actually funny enough not on the ship. Oh, um, clever. Oh. There was a bomb threat. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he got right the hell out of dodge. <laughs> he sold his ticket for five thousand dollars. Jeez. Um, but we open in. I saw this episode of Archer. Yeah, yes. I was just yeah. thinking about that. Popular yeah. animated TV show, <laughs> Firefly. Oh, please! This one doesn't. Limbs. That that one I didn't feature a ballroom. It had a bar area and gambling tables. But this one opens in the grand ballroom of the ah, Neffel. Yes. Uh, the Neffel is uh, over the rolling hills of this techno magical countryside. You can see mana mills below you, uh, windmill-like spires that uh, take the natural magic from the air and convert it to energy that farmers use below to mill their grains and grow their crops. It sort of pollutes the air with like a pleasant greenish-purple hue. And as the sun is setting on this night that is sure to bring us a full moon, uh, you cannot help but think at how beautiful the scenery is here. And one of the reasons that you can't help but think that is that the ballroom is entirely glass-bottomed. You are looking down over the rolling hills of this countryside and uh, truly taking in that spectacle. Uh, One question that I have for anybody, is anybody here afraid of heights? I am. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, So let's keep that in mind while we enter phase one of this game, and that is introduce yourselves to at least three guests. How many people are there in this ballroom with us? Uh, so this is the maiden voyage of the Neffel. Only the uh, most affluent members of uh, the gentry are able to afford passage on the Neffel. Uh, there are leaders of industry, uh, lords and ladies aboard this is, Neffel. Is there a buffet? Uh, there is indeed a buffet. <laughs> I, I know exactly what I'm doing then. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, th- there's all sorts of exotic baked goods and foods uh, that are being plundered right now uh, by some of the uh, most rotund uh, kept individuals of these royal lines. Uh, husbands and wives, both who are attached to important names, are supping upon the table. Uh, they get quickly elbowed aside <laughs> by little Andre as he saunters up to the table. Yeah, I, little Andre comes from a little town, <laughs> owned mostly by uh, Monster Santo, the same people who bring those uh, magical windmills. Yes. Yep. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, and he he has a plan though. He's got big dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This this little club he's building, the Canary Eating Club, mm-hmm. 
He's working on a name for it. He's he's still hiring. Like you know, one of the most important parts of a cult is thinking <laughs> of a name, good name for it. Good name, but no reason to rush it. But it is upsetting him deeply to watching all these smart, intelligent, mm-hmm. wealthy, beautiful people just pig out on non-canary related items. Deeply mm. upsetting. So, I'm going to go over to the single largest cake <laughs> mm-hmm. I can find and slowly just push it onto the ground. <laughs> okay. This sounds like I need from you a stealth roll. Um, oh, I'm not doing it stealth. <laughs> no. oh. I think he's doing it like a cat. Just so like then, pushing yeah, it I off. I want as many people to look at me as possible. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. No, no. Oh. oh, do you like do you like this cake? Oh, my. <laughs> no, All you right. don't. I need a personality roll, then, oh, from you okay. uh, to see how we can pull this off. If you manage to get under your number, uh, <laughs> you will be successful. Okay. Otherwise, there are consequences. Great success. Oh, what roll a great one. success. <laughs> um, so... Uh, this is like sort of a regular din um, in this room. You know, polite voices. There's a string quartet playing in the corner. Um, I-, I want to get a quick montage shot of where Ralph Scratch and Bartleby are before this this pops off. Uh, just you guys are trying to blend in, and little Andre has taken it upon himself to just knock something very valuable over uh, right away. So where where are y'all? Um. Uh, Bartleby has uh, sauntered his way over to the string quartet and is looking for someone to dance with. Of of the members of the quartet or somebody just hanging out Bartleby around? Bartleby is unpicky. But no, he's looking mm. for someone who's on the floor. He's, he's trying to spy an available eye to ask to dance. Okay, okay. And is Bartleby uh, pretending to be like a gentry of some sort? Yes, or? Bartleby is positioning himself and holding himself as a very, uh, at the very least, charismatic and affluent Okay, Lord. so so we see Bartleby like sort of made up from what whatever yes. our normal expectations of what Bartleby would look yes, like. Yes, he is very fancy. All right, where's Ralph? Ralph is uh, wandering around trying to pick pockets to try and find something to ease his anxiety from being in a glass bottom balloon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. That has a bomb in it. Allegedly. Less worried about the bomb, more worried about the height differential between uh, Ralph's feet and the ground below the purple smog. Okay. Height differential. Big thing for Ralph and Jeff. Yeah. Big. It's a theme. It's a theme. It's a theme. (laughs) Uh, So you're like very pointedly looking up at people's waists, uh, trying to catch sight of coin purses that might be dangling freely. which brings us over to Scratch. Mm-hmm. Scratch, you got two points of anxiety yeah, uh, yeah. coming for you because you're on a covert <laughs> secret mission right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, might turn into a werewolf. Also, tonight. you might turn into a werewolf at any moment. Uh, huh? right. Yep, yep. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty tense. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to get a drink. Uh, yeah. I go to get a, get a drink and I tell the bartender. I say, "Hey, uh, the captain needs uh, his favorite drink." And he makes him a drink, and he's he's about to go give it to him. And then I go behind the bar, and then I just I just start drinking everything there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. So you you send off like you uh, reach for a drink, and you're trying to uh, surreptitiously like uncork this bottle without okay. being noticed. Uh, you like pull it off the shelf. Uh, you. 
pull the cork free. Okay. You feel your shoulder uh, bump against the counter a okay. little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, you freeze because you might have been spotted. Mm-hmm. And then an enormous crashing sound fills the room. Mm-hmm. The quartet stops <gasps> playing. And all eyes are focused on little Andre. Peasants eat cake. I pull out a canary. (laughs) (laughs) Gently stroke its back feathers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The sound of bones (laughs) crunching and like a choked tweet echoes throughout the room as feather and viscera drips out of his mouth for a short period before his tongue just goes questing <laughs> to get those last morsels of canary back into his mouth. There's a beat where the room is thick with horror and confusion <laughs> before one of the lords off to the side of uh, this table starts a slow <laughs> clap, and that clapping fills the room. Yes! And then the quartet begins playing again, (laughs) and everyone resumes what they were doing. Uh, I say there, chap, what a a speech. Uh, Allow me to introduce myself. I am Duke von Heinrichenstein, which is a name that is... Uh, obviously known to you. I, uh, I do know it. Of the Von Hahn-Rickensteins of the many ends. Mm, ah, my say, my dear boy, you, uh, you, you managed to, uh, catch the accent. Uh, not too many people of this region are, uh, able to, uh, sort their tongues out properly, if you <laughs> know <what> I... <laughs> Well, Baron, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Can I talk to you about canaries? <laughs> Um, so you lean into him, he leans into you, uh, one NPC has been met, and I am just going to call that the Duke, because if I have to remember that whole stupid name that I came up with, <laughs> something, it ended in Steen. Yep. It's always right as he's finished saying Steen. Um, uh, we, we have two more NPCs to meet. I, uh, Bartleby be scanning the room for the most beautiful woman who is not yet dancing with a man. Um, you spy uh, across the room. Like, there's, there's a moment where, backlit by the red setting sun, all the other dancers have cleared away for you to see what appears to be a woman standing in front of a beautiful fire. Uh, The gold of her dress reflects off the rays of the sun, mixing with the eldritch light uh, floating up from below. This is the person that you would talk to, whether you were uh, under imperative to talk to people or not. She has a, uh, what what appears to be a mask of some sort Mm. uh, that covers uh, the, all of, all of her face, but her eyes. Mm. Um, And she's in sorts of masquerade ball. She's the only one. She's the only masquerade. (laughs) She's the only masquerader that Ah, you have noticed. is Is that the card she drew? (laughs) <laughs> um, that is uh, perhaps the card that she drew. Always wears mask. Well, I I will swooshily approach with, with much much sashaying yes. and swooshing. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and I shall say, 
Ah, fair madam, <laughs> how kind it is to see your glimmering mask here upon the floor of this ballroom. Perchance you may fancy a dance with me, Bartleby Humblebrag? Bartleby Humblebrag. Uh, she extends a hand to you. I take it gingerly. Mm, that's quite a name, but uh, not one of royal stock, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, tis true. No royalty in name, but royalty in kindness, manners, and persuasion. Mm, kindness, manners, and persuasion by no gems and furs. I would hope that a man here who is lacking in royal blood mayhaps make up for it by being a businessman. Well, truly, madam, were I to write a song of your beauties and your uh, various kindnesses, I should be the wealthiest man in all the land. For I am a troubadour and a bard and a player of all instruments. Ah! A bard, is it? <laughs> um, and you hear a smile, like, beneath the mask. As she says, as she takes your hand, a businessman and a man of royal blood has no cause to learn how to dance, but a bard depends on it for his bread. So you will accompany me on the dance floor. As she does that, uh, she, like, flicks her mask, and uh, it, like, like uh, goes away like a fan. It sort of just folds up, and uh, beneath the mask is a the face of a skeleton with uh, burning, uh, burning blue eyes. Ooh, um, that happens to be his fetish. <laughs> and We're uh, not playing Monster Hearts. I'm sorry. We That's, yeah, exactly. Mm. My bad. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of fetish content in the other personality cards that we haven't gotten to. I mean, there's werewolf. There, that's like that's full of fetish Pretty stuff much right the most there. Fetishy thing I can think of. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, but we have one more NPC well, to meet. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, my uh, as madam as thou hast my name, perhaps you can return the favor and give me yours. Something perhaps needlessly complicated with a lot of vowels in it. I hope. <laughs> Tell me, you don't recognize Lady Skullface? <laughs> oh, tis <laughs> thee. Face. I was waiting for Ghost Rider, but Lady <laughs> Skullface is pretty good. Lady Ghost Rider. I did not recognize you. How then perhaps you will recognize these moves. <laughs> um, and she begins leading you now across oh, the floor. All right, excellent. It is all that you can do to keep up. Uh, we've got <laughs> one more NPC that we're supposed to meet and two more players. Uh, who's feeling social? Uh, how much time has passed since the cake fell and the bird was eaten? Since this is all like pretty simultaneous, I'm going to say you've had like a minute. Maybe. Okay, so I've taken at least one shot of vodka. <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm okay to like, I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit more prepared. I can be social. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say since you're behind the bar right mm-hmm. now, drinking um, uh, from a shot glass, uh, someone approaches you uh, for a drink. <laughs> what what do they look like? Uh, you know, uh, a bald man mm-hmm. of some sort of foreign descent. Uh, he's got a peacoat on, and he has a, a, a switchblade in his hand. And yeah, he keeps <laughs> flipping back and forth, like a, in a like a like a jazz motion, almost like almost like 
Ooh, mm, I'm liking it. But it's a switchblade. So how? how? I also like that it's a switchblade, not a butterfly knife. No. It's just shooting it in and out of the thing. There's no skill. There's no skill, it's just a button. Scratch, how, how cockney is this guy? Just all the way cockney? Or uh, oh, that's not where cockney. I was going to go with him. As uh, he approaches you, you there, barkeep. Mm-hmm. Oh I'll have what you're having. Oh, you want a shot? <laughs> Yes, yes, the shot of, uh, what, what excuse do you have for liquor here in this region? Uh, if you want to get toasty and kind of forget your problems, <laughs> or if you're just, like, kind of scared of heights like I am, uh, or, or you have a, you know, disability that, you know, either, you know, put your skull on fire. You have fear of heights? I do, I do, very much so. I shouldn't be here, so but... So that means if this whole airship were to explode mid-flight. It would be one of the most terrifying experiences you ever lived out. What have you done? <laughs> what, do you ha- what do you have? Nothing! Nothing, my friend! Pour me some liquor and we will both forget all of our Why troubles. would you say that? That is so suspicious, sir. He slaps a coin down on the table and slides it over to you. And we have finished with phase one. <laughs> Boy, did we. And yeah. at the end of phase one, y'all each get a new piece of equipment. Um, yes. So you can either uh, have justified to yourselves uh, that you're pulling it out in story and like just finding it. Or it's something you've always had and is now revealed to us the players and audience um so in phase two uh as a group uh you guys have to choose one of the guests uh with whom you see uh, or whom you see as the most suspicious okay and uh you are supposed to pull them into a room privately and try and figure out what's going on uh so you can work that out like out of character or you can uh, contrive a way for you to come together uh, with various information that you've discovered and uh, try and sort out who to go after. I think we need to huddle up and discuss this as a group. So uh, go. there's the Russian guy, there's the the ballroom dancing girl, and then... There's uh, Baron Von, what's his name? Baron Baron. Baron. Baron Von Duke. Baron Von Duke. Because he has been ascribed both so titles. Shall we assume that we have broken off of our? So we have like sort of stepped away from our respective. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play out like uh, a signal like goes through the room. Uh, who, There's a bird. He says yeah, a, a bird. bird. A bird flies. <laughs> a bird flies around the room, which is like the five minute sing- uh, signal. Yeah. Like like that should be the feeling over. So like. Uh, as you've just released that bird, oh, I, I see that one of your feathered friends has escaped. Oh, frustrating. Makes you want to bomb a balloon out of the sky, doesn't it? I know, right? Well, I'll let you uh, catch up with your feathered friend later, and I'll be left on my own thinking hey. about all the insurance money that I have invested in this balloon. Duke Von Baron. Von Duke, I like the way you think. Steen. Steen's at the end there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I have to ask you something, though, Baron. Von Duke, Von Baron, Von Never Steen. Von Look, but really, though, about the How canaries. How did you know my childhood nicknames? It's just, it's about the canaries. I see you're a wealthy man. And I think you agree with me <laughs> that people have gotten soft lately. 
Indeed. I think it's because of what they're eating. I think people are eating processed foods and dead meat. I think if we all <laughs> ate live, unprocessed meat, we would all be like our ancestors were. Paleo. Strong. At this point, Ralph is just tugging at the <laughs> the le- like the pant leg uh, of you, uh, <laughs> little Andre, just like tugging at your pant leg, just like indicating, like pointing his head rapidly in one oh, direction. Yeah, and and that's why you should fund my special group, which I'll name. I'll tell you about later. Baron Von Duke Von Ooh, Baron Von Steen. I like but the mystery. <laughs> I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back for you because I'm a responsible member of this team and want Ralph to have his time in the sun. Um, meanwhile, in the middle of the dance floor, uh, in a twirling, cackling uh, tornado, we have Bartleby barely keeping up with Lady Skullface. <laughs> Fire in her eyes is flaring uh, throughout the circle of the room. Uh, Everyone else is sort of like backed off and allowed you to to dance uh, to your fullest potential. Uh, As the the music is building, Mm -hmm. reaching its its dramatic head, um, I should uh, I will be doing one final dramatic dip Mm -hmm. and saying something along the lines of. There are important issues I must attend to, but I shall be attending to you at a later time. Mm, I do hope that you do. If not, <laughs> I might become so furious I'd bomb a balloon out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Peculiar turn of phrase. She pokes you on the nose with a skeletal finger. Don't leave me waiting. I shan't. Fare you well. And as you like, sort of loosen your dip. She like stands up slowly. Masferatu <laughs> style. Yeah, bends exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bends in the way. Um, and so with that, uh, in short order, you are pulled together by Ralph, uh, who is still keeping his eyes on the prize, uh, just as the sun is like disappeared over uh, over the the mountains in, in the near distance. Um, just curious, did you disclose to us that you're a werewolf before this mission? Uh, no. Okay, perfect. Thanks. It's the sort of thing you lie about on a job. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, you know, we do seem pretty accepting. Any pre-existing conditions? Um, <laughs> I don't like silver. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> gold is the superior metal in pretty yeah. much every way. Mm-hmm. Or a nice platinum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as we're all gathered, and I'm, I'm trying to like hush or like usher everyone around me, uh, and then once I've got everyone's attention, I just say, "Look, I stole this wooden shield <laughs> and replaced it with puka shells." <laughs> uh, and I just it. stare into everyone's eyes, looking for approval. Oh, you're like, you're like a little bird. What? <laughs> oh, like a, I mean, a little. Gosh, you're you're cute. Aw, oh, thanks. He's trying to eat you. He's going to eat you. Wait, what? Nothing. So what did we find out? I got a wooden shield that I will place with puka shells. Huh. I have a wooden shield as well. And a potion. But that's not for anyone but me. Someone didn't shuffle very well. <laughs> I also have a wooden shield and a potion. Someone's going to end up dead, huh? <laughs> oh, Ralph? <laughs> says God? Who has said this? I... I have met the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. 
Oh, that skull lady? <laughs> yes. Did that you lady, notice us dancing? Yeah, she was the only person on fire and made of bones. <laughs> She's so gorgeous. Okay. I well, am in love now. Oh, well, to each his own. Mm-mm. She did, however, say something relatively suspicious to me. Uh, what was that? She said she liked me so much she was willing to blow up this entire blimp thing that we're riding. A dirigible. Oh, that's... That's oh, I, I don't think that sounds suspicious at all. Ah, actually. good. Never mind. No, then. because if it was suspicious, she would have said, come back and dance with me, or I'll, you know, and I'll delay blowing up Ooh. this building. Oh, she may... Bomb oh, thing. She may have know. said something along those lines. I... No, 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 but like... Wait, so she's going to blow it up if you don't show up, or blow it up if you do show up? She did say, if I do not return to her in a timely fashion, she should be blowing up this entire, uh, you know, ship of the floats upon the air. Okay. Did well, did she say it like in a like in a joking way? Like, oh, I could just spit. Type I, of so, thing. You know, I'm so bad with women. Oh god, it's very hard for me to tell. If she Wait, is. what? You're bad with women? Oh boy, I am. Yeah. Are you are you making fun of me right now? No, I just didn't know you look so confident. Thank you. That's part of my debonair and fearless appeal. But no, in truth, inside of me, I'm not especially very good with them at all. You're pulling it off. <laughs> Thank you. What a nice thing to say, Ralph. Well, I also saw a weird guy, and he just came up to the bar and was like, oh, yeah, wouldn't it be scary if I blew up the ship? And so I think it's he's going to blow up the ship. We should leave. Wait, why is everyone saying these things? <laughs> it's really strange, because the Baron Von Duke Von Baron Von Steen also told me that he had lots of insurance money on the ship. I'm and if it were to blow up, mm. you know, he would be even wealthier than landed gentry already is. And landed gentry has a wonderful pun play upon this sort of riding an airship. That's true. I'm just saying, we could use that later. All right, anyway, <laughs> back to the mission. So, the three of us met three suspicious people. Ralph, what did you do? Oh, I stole this wooden shield and replaced it with puka shells. <laughs> ah, yes, I do recall you saying something of the sort. Yeah, that's, it took most of my time. He was tall. He's doing God's work. Well, that being said, how should we divide our time up? Well, you're in love. It's true. I would really hate to ruin that, so... Do you want me to wingman you? (laughs) Desperately, Ralph, please. Perfect. You want to put me in your pocket? I do. Uh, Could you use those puka shells? Well, no, I don't want to use puka shells right now. (laughs) Because I'm not trying to steal anything and replace it with puka shells. Yeah, I would put you in my pocket and have it in my sleeves, which as you notice... Are ambiguously large. Uh, I I pick up his sleeves and kind of uh, look in it, and then all of a sudden I'm just gone. <laughs> all right. Wow. When when we thought Ralph was small, I didn't realize it's so it's small. So it's small. a perspective thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and had he defined it earlier, we might not have had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got a man in your sleeves, but also three suspicious subjects. Which of these? Do you choose to pursue uh, the lady? I shall be attending to Lady Skullface as she did so flamingly demand of me. Okay, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with Lady Skullface. I mean, one is a one's a an oh, old man who didn't have a name. Are all of us and, going, and the other one was a generic Russian Bond villain, and this one's literally a woman who's made of skulls. We're not not just a face is made of a skull. I could have I sworn her hand, her I saw hand a skeletal too. hand. Sure, but it was made of skeletons, not Ske- like a bunch of skulls. Uh, but what are skulls made <laughs> of? Uh, right. I don't love this. I mean, she's... in the coal mine, they just called them skulls. <laughs> yeah, I know. The whole 
Skeletal this may surprise you, Mr. Highly Educated Bartleby, Bartleby Humblebrag. Humble my full name when you address but me. But in the coal mine, we didn't get a lot of reading. Mm. Pity. Mm. Mm. So, are we all four then to attend to the same suspect? Is this what we are agreeing upon? I pop out of your sleeve and go, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I think this, this Russian guy that just came up to me at the bar and just said he'll blow up the ship. I mean, pretty suspicious. very direct. That's pretty direct. Like, he has no reason to say that. He's yeah. also constantly flicking a knife in <laughs> and out. Probably one of the most suspicious things I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess we can only search one. Or we could all get to the parachutes and just abort. Ah, bad to the mission. <laughs> well, wealth never trusts a woman, so... You're going to make a great Wait, wingman. <laughs> You're my wingman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I don't trust her. Good enough, I guess. I've had worse wingmen, I suppose. What do you Ralph, say, little An- Andre? I may have grown up in a coal mine. Okay. But I respect women a lot more than that. Well, <laughs> I'm a dirty thief, and I crawl back up into the sleeve. <laughs> I, can't, I can't argue with him. He's gone. He's just, <laughs> he just vanished. All right. Let's so, take a vote. Are we, well, could we, is it possible then for the two of you to be pursuing... Of the especially suspicious Russian-ish gentleman, mm-hmm. or are we all four supposed to be unified? So it sounds like the options are either go after Lady Skullface, go after the mysterious Russian, or split the party and try and go after both. Split the party. Split the party. Split the party. I mean, you two are already together anyway. I mean, it's pretty hard to separate you. Okay. Let's, By the way, uh, when I'm saying that, I like popped out of like <clears throat> your collar, yeah. and like my head Ooh. does fit out. <laughs> so are I, I the two? Be, the one person who's physically inside another person's <laughs> clothes. I yep. can only imagine that you're moving together uh, yes. to go after Lady Skullface, one of my true loves. So I, I guess that Scratch and I are going to go investigate a. A Russian, yeah, s- the Russian master. Yeah, because he's definitely the one that put a bomb on this blimp. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he wants to go dancing. Yeah, I know, but like, well, I mean, while he's romancing and dining and doing the whole, you know, what's it called when you're uh, a sp- honeypot? He's doing a honeypot, right? He's honeypotting. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be looking at this Russian guy. Okay, sounds great yeah. to me. I mean, like, you know, it's a beautiful night. What could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, uh oi. We're gonna honey pot too. And I wink at you real hard. But you can't see me because my face is right next to your face because I'm popping out your collar. Your eyelash brushed my cheek. So uh, we are going to cut forward in time. Um, we see you outside of uh, one of the grand suites of this place. There, there, there is the grand ballroom with, with the glass bottom floors. There are several nice accommodations, but uh, towards the front of the airship, uh, there are domed glass suites uh, where the wealthiest of the wealthy are able to uh, look out over the countryside at leisure. Um, and this is just as uh, the the full moon I'm going to say the three full moons is a very rare occasion where all three of the moons in this setting are full at the same time. Oh, uh, God. Are beginning to crest 
Yeah. I, Figure I, out what that means I for you. There's three. I've seen a shirt like this. Oh, God. Um, could become three wolves. You could become three wolves. Are beginning to crest up over uh, the mountains uh, that are just off in the distance. Um, behind, th- there's a massive, like, vaulted uh, gold door that you are standing in front of. In one hand, you have a bottle of champagne. Mm. What is in your other hand? It's wealth. <laughs> I, um, in my other hand is my lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> That is one of my items. Perfect. And uh, just above the rabbit's foot, I assume there's a little hand on top of my rabbit's foot yeah. that is Ralph's hand extending out. Can I make a stealth check? Yes, you can. <laughs> I want to replace that rabbit's foot with an avocado. <laughs> okay. Let's see how this plays out. I got a five. And what's your stat? My stealth is five. Should I have a perception too? Okay, um, so we are in a situation where uh, you have failed. Um, oh, no. Unfortunately, yeah, you did not roll under. Uh, that is a failure. Ugh, um, <clears throat> no, wait, actually, that can't be true. You have to have succeeded. Ones um, are... Because ones are a valid stat. So never mind. Uh, you've succeeded. Yes. So after he has just recently knocked, uh, Humble Bragg finds himself uh, with the bottle of champagne held in one hand, is a sly grin on his face, and uh, an avocado in the other. Mm, well, there we go. Appropriate item that I was just handed. It's an incredibly appropriate item. Okay. Um, so there's your bottle of spirits. Thank you. Um, the door opens. <laughs> Sorry. It's just too good. Uh, the door opens. Uh, and you are once again uh, confronted with the striking uh, beauty that is Lady Skullface. She has uh, like sort of uh, like I'm going to say a reclining, relaxing turban on on her head now. Um, uh, it's still decorated uh, with with many jewels and gold chains. Is it, is it just her face that's a skull? <laughs> Does she have like a long? Like flowing hair and like a full scalp. Haven't seen she has much blue of eyes. her body. Fiery blue. Um, yeah. She's got fiery blue eyes. She's the only one masquerading. Literally, literally so. fiery blue. So, right. so she has no eyelids. So no eyelids. Her eyes are so two dry. Blue fires. <laughs> right. Fiery blue. Fi- oh, I mean, man. they are dry. It's fires. <laughs> Um, 100% dry. Yeah, you can't get much drier than fire. Uh, that's what they always say on the commercials for fire. That'd be a great visine commercial. Mm-hmm. Just like a skull lady on fire. And then clear her eyes. And then she just becomes... Hey, a she made her money. Yeah. Call us, Stein. You know where to find us. Um, so... She opens the door. She's also in a long evening gown. And now you can see a uh, more of her body has been revealed to you. Um, There's a slow saxophone playing uh, as we see the panning shot of Lady Skullface's body. Which you can see uh, is a pointed. uh, She does have those delicate skeletal fingers earlier. uh, But... In, instead of the normal bone structure that, that you would expect, uh, what she's instead is a pile of undulating skulls um, <laughs> like, that sort of make bones. up <laughs> her... Skulls! <laughs> not bones, skulls. <laughs> so little Andre was right. She's literally made she's of skulls. She's literally made of skulls. <laughs> lady skull face, lady skull everything, every part of her body. Excellent. 
Well, don't just stand there gawking. <laughs> Step on in. I, I do, and I... Uh, Tell her she's pretty. Madam, you look as beautiful as the day is gone. I am so happy that we've set up a Cyrano situation <laughs> with... <laughs> A tiny man literally living inside your clothes here, as you admitted earlier to not being confident around women. Um, As you step inside, she shuts the grand door behind you and locks it pointedly. And we switch over to Scratch and little Andre, who are headed after the unnamed Russian, which in this setting, I'm deciding just now, Russia's still a place. (laughs) Also, that Russian has no name, right? No name. No name established. <laughs> no name Russian. I mean, it's going to be pretty hard to figure out, you know, who this person is. He's bald. A lot of people could be bald. He has a pea coat. I guess the one distinguishing feature is that he was constantly flipping a knife opening. Clothes. I just want to call him TRG for that Russian guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you guys are looking for a notorious TRG. Where could he be? Uh, where are you Scratch, looking? Scratch, what are you thinking? <laughs> Scratch, you're trying to hold Scratch, it together right it. now. You're holding it. In. I, I kind of feel like being a werewolf in this setting is sort of like having having to pee really bad. <laughs> and like you might be able to hold it in yeah. if you just like stay composed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, uh, man... I, should have followed him. <laughs> Man, he's just sweating buckets. Where? Let's let's go to the directory. There's got to be a receptionist somewhere. This is a blimp, right? Right. No, like, all all receptions have blimps. Yeah. Wait. All all, all rece- receptions. Yeah. Let's go to the front desk and just be like, hey, where's the Russian guy? Because it's only one. Right. Yeah. It's a small country. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because in this world, Russia is a really small country with like mm-hmm. two people. About the size of Rhode Island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No, lead the way. All right. I get on four. <laughs> All four. <laughs> yeah. And start like running. Yeah. As, we pass, as we pass like a porthole, I, I, I actually like stop for a second. Man. I gotta tell you something, Scratch. What? What's that? So, like, growing up in the coal mine, mm-hmm. the thing I missed the most uh-huh. the night sky is just, gosh, it's pretty. Okay, let's keep walking. <laughs> let's just keep. Let's Are keep. You sure? Yeah, let's keep going. Because, because uh, I was also hoping to talk to you about something else. Okay, what's that? Okay, so <laughs> you look a little hungry. What? No. <laughs> Like, you're licking your lips, and you're sweating buckets, and I get hangry sometimes. The other thing, the thing that I want to impose on Scratch right now, and and feel free to reject this if you want, TJ, is you, and I know this is like a personality trait, and I probably shouldn't be giving it to you, but I also think your character is just polite to a point. (laughs) Okay. You're just like, you're gonna turn into a werewolf, but that's not more important than what your friends want to say to you. (laughs) So like, let's, like let's, he has to be polite. Yeah, until let's resume after. this scene with maybe that in mind. Okay, all right, all right. Let's uh, keep walking. What? What? What are yeah, you talking? Yeah, no, we can. We can walk and talk. Walk no, and talk. Okay. Just one eye on the night sky, one eye right in front of us, looking for a Russian guy, and talking about you know the virtues of eating raw birds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we see this long shot of this grand hallway. 
and lining uh, the floor uh, are just these very strong moonbeams coming in from these small portals. Probably not enough to change you uh, because just not enough of the moonlight is hitting you, but each time it will just rack you with like wolf peels. <laughs> oh no. Like, please tell me there's just, like, streaks of hair that, mm-hmm. like, populate and then, like, go away. And they, pop, they, they populate, and as, as soon as he steps out of the moonlight, they just puff off of his body. <laughs> it's like, boom. So there's just, like, hair every other yeah. step? Yeah. Oh, God, there's, yeah. there's just... Someone had a dog in here. Uh, well, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut your mouth. Wow, I'm sorry, Scratch. Uh, can we get this to, to the yeah, receptionist? No, let's, let's keep walking. There's keep three looking. moons. Right, there's three moons. There's three moons. Oh, my God, it's pretty. But, like, what I was thinking was... I'm just going to run ahead. Are you sure? I'm just going to run ahead. You like, follow. I can keep up a good jog with you. <laughs> okay? Yeah, no. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Fitness. <laughs> Fitness for people, <laughs> Scratch. God. Like, I eat a lot of raw birds, and that's why I can keep up with you, no matter how quickly you start running. You have any more birds? Do I have more? Yeah, you have any more birds. Are you birds? willing to try one? Yeah, I want one. <laughs> oh, my. Give yeah, me a, here give you go, buddy. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Yeah, it, that the 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 fresh blood <laughs> sates you. Um, I think uh, I think werewolfism in this uh, lycanthropy. Uh, you are sated when you've feasted upon the blood of another thinking creature, and while this uh, this bird doesn't do that because it's not a thinking creature. It's like the fresh blood is enough to like calm you a little bit mm-hmm. as you continue down the hallway uh, to Man. this uh, reception director. My mom's going to be so proud of me. Where do you keep all these birds? <laughs> How many more birds do you have? You know, they're around. Well, keep feeding me birds. Oh, Keep giving me birds. Dear mom, today <laughs> I made a dream come true. I'll join your crazy religious. Keep giving me those oh. damn birds. <laughs> Explicitly stated. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. We. I just keep tossing him birds. You to- toss yeah. him a snack of birds yeah. as you approach uh, the reception desk. Uh, let, let's cut back to uh, the room of Lady Skullface. Um, what position do you think you're in right now? Like have, a tiny bit of time has passed. Oh, um, I think I believe I've set the bottle of spirits mm-hmm. down on the table, which is important because did you read the description of this particular item? Um, just, I will read it aloud yeah, uh, for please, people. Yeah. A brown bottle with a label reading small batch bourbon aged 250 years. Ooh. Um, unstop the cork to unleash an army of angry ghosts, <laughs> terrifying any NPC in the room yep. and causing chaos. So, so it's literally spirits. Seems, yeah, it's so, yeah. important for me to... Yeah, the, the bottle hums I'm... with <laughs> intimidating... Like, it, it's down, but it's, like, significantly down. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> almost more than the flaming skull person, <laughs> like, in front of you, the bottle is drawing your attention yeah, and making I'm you sweat a also bit. Also choosing to believe that Bartleby Humblebrag asked for the most expensive bottle they had. Mm-hmm. They gave it to him, and he's really not very sure of the properties of this particular thing. He just knows it was very pricey, and he intends to use it in here. Or do you think it's better if he knows that there are ghosts No, inside? there's absolutely no way he knows that there are ghosts <laughs> in there. Okay, so that's set down. Um, I have this avocado, which is unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I think at this point, I have 
I believe you need a perception check to figure that out. <laughs> it's in my I, hand. I, I stealthily it. put it in your hand and took away yeah. your... Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm holding something in my hand. That you I think is a rocky like rabbit's like a foot. Rabbit's foot. Um, it feels like a rabbit's foot. You know actually, how rabbit's feet feel without yeah, any hair? His rabbit foot had no hair on oh, it. Oh, God, that's yep. so gross. It's well, really horrifying. He likes like things without hair. Yeah, yeah, without skin or like <laughs> very stripped back things. Total, total type for Bartleby. I am debonair and fanciful, and therefore I like things with a very stripped down aesthetic. Um, he's the type of man that wears a blouse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's um, wearing a blouse right now. He's wearing a very nice blouse. That's how my head pops out so easily. I think I have attempted a a casual repose on the couch. I'm attempting to lay sort of yeah, casually like this. What I need uh, from you is a personality role, a persuasion role. Okay. Um, and let's see how this goes. That's I have a five. five, and I have a five. And you have a five. Okay, so this is barely successful. Yes. Um, what What do you say to this person? Because you're sort of trying to probe a little bit. I like, am, yeah. I think, um, okay. Um, <clears throat> what is a lady as beautiful, fair, and pale as you doing on a ship such as this? My, you do have a way with words, <laughs> don't you, Bard? I am enjoying myself a bit of a vacation. It's so cold and lonely in my homeland, and, uh... <laughs> You might not understand not being of the wealthier classes, but uh, we do take certain delight in watching our social rivals fail. And have you any social rivals upon this boat? Mm, I do. Being a woman of wealth and distinction, such as myself, uh, one tends to acquire rivals. Tell her you made your rivals into bones. <laughs> I made my rivals into bones. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, you're doing great. Mr. <laughs> uh, Sir Bard. Uh, she sits down on the couch very close to you. Uh, you can like hear the rumbling <laughs> and rattling uh, that is her frame, which again... Oh, I said <laughs> undulating earlier. Ugh. And so it's not just like skulls stacked on top of each other animated by magic. It's like <laughs> bubbling and boiling with skulls of many different varieties oh. and sizes. So not just human skulls. There's a human so. skull that's looking at you, but like <laughs> animal skulls oh. and, and, and the like. As uh, she... Uh, you, you get a chill running down your spine as she traces uh, her fingers uh, up your arm and around to the back of your neck. Um, you can feel the heat of her eyes um, yeah. as she stares into yours, turning rivals to skulls. If only the world was as simple for me as it is for you. Tell her you said bones. <laughs> bones, not skulls. <laughs> Different once you eat yourself from a cloud. <laughs> I, uh, I, so I have a skill on here called hymnal, yeah. which is sing to the gods. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever a woman gets close, you yeah. sing a hymnal. You sing a hymnal? <laughs> yep. Uh, Sin so is ever at the door. Yeah, sing out to the gods, and a chest appears, granting you a free treasure. 
You have so many <laughs> unusual and powerful skills. <laughs> I'm just trying to play the game to the best of my capability. Off skull. Level. I'm wondering if this can this skill can be perhaps <laughs> house ruled or adapted to be a little more like an attempt to beguile her through my music. Um, I, I kind of feel like that that would work very well. I just need you to make a persuasion roll in Great, order to do. do it. And I shall be, oh, I don't have an instrument. Uh, at least I have not declared one. Uh, yeah, you have not declared what your instrument is, so um, please. <laughs> don't worry, I got you. I think I have probably a traveling fife of some sort, a flute that I use. Okay. Um, and, uh. Jazz harmonica. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe saxophone. Or maybe, I don't know, the sexiest instrument. Um, all right, so I'll make a... Sax, you play Careless Whisper. <laughs> That's what you said. You said a sax was playing earlier. Um, but I, yeah, I think probably a flute would be ideal. We'll go with that. And I roll a two. A two, hey. That's good. Playing, and so I shall say something like, Oh, I have heard a song of turning enemies to bones and... Me think you might enjoy and appreciate it. Before the song happens, I would like to do a quick stealth roll mm-hmm. to put bubbles in that flute. <laughs> I'll allow it. Unconventional. I got a four. I have a stealth of five. I believe I put bubbles uh, in yes. <laughs> Seamlessly unnoticed, you put bubbles in the flute. Uh, as you begin to play, uh, she pulls back from you a bit and reposes on the couch uh splaying herself uh across the couch um you can see like her dress sort of like stylishly falls open that on a woman with skin would be reveal cleavage of some sort (laughs) i didn't say it's not tantalizing arnie i really need you to absorb that fact as more of the mass of pulsating skulls that (laughs) is her physical form reveals itself to you um, Um, in the tri-moonlight. So I think I do something like, so I play like, and then say, and then be like, sure, we have enemies as the days are long. (laughs) Sometimes you kill them with a bomb. Is that a thing you think you would do? <laughs> she is so wet. <laughs> tell me now and tell me true. <laughs> the room is filled with bubbles at this point. So. Oh my God. I think there is like a tense, icy silence as you finish that. So, so you're you're in, instead you're forgoing the gift and you want information instead. Yeah, right? I was uh, yes. I need no gift. Wait, did I you think... open the spirits too? No, the spirits the are spirits? Okay. The spirits are still very significantly energy. on the <laughs> yes. table. Okay. Um, I am going to cut over to, to our other friends before we reveal that bit of information. <laughs> you guys have made the tense journey uh, down the hallway to the record book. Uh, oh, I'm God. going to say you see the desk unattended. There's just a massive gilded tome sitting there. Um, uh, full of information waiting for you to peruse it. All right. So, do you, should I just should we just steal this or should we just look at it here? I, I open the book. Okay, we'll mm-hmm. just look at it here. Yeah. This is why would we scratch? What scratch? What we don't do that in our unnamed as of yet religion. Okay. Stealing is a no no. Okay. Okay. So, so R for Russian. 
Yeah, that or sounds about right. G for guy. Guy? Russian. Um, let's look under N for knife. Um, well, all the nationalities, <laughs> I think, will be listed next to each each of these passengers. Oh, that's smart. And as we know, there's only like two to two, five Russians. There are two Russians, is what we established <laughs> earlier. and the woman, maybe? There are two people from Russia. Well, uh, I, I would like uh, from one of you a... There's no real intelligence in this system. Uh, uh, perception? Yeah, I'm going to go with perception. Um, which one of you was paying attention in school? Uh, roll, roll perception, both of you. I mean, I was at a cult. Mm-hmm. I was at a cult. <laughs> we didn't. My perception is one. So oh. you have to roll a All right, one so, succeed. My, my, yeah, great. What is yours? Both, Better. But <laughs> you, you should both roll it. I don't know how to it. use... I don't know how to... I mean... I think knife is spelled with an N. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. It, it is spelled that's with an N. That's a six, so that's not good. I Sam, why bite don't you the book. Take, take a roll? Oh, I bite the book. <laughs> oh, no, I failed too. Okay. Uh, so there's something uh, significant about Russia and Russians, mm-hmm. but you don't quite get it. And Sam, are you literate? You know, I didn't take a card that says I'm not, but, okay. you know... <laughs> I think literacy is a sliding scale. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, you look at it... It's and not a binary. I'm going to say, as you become more wolf-like, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, start to lose things that make you human, including that conscious mind that knows how to read and and think rationally. Mm. You do manage uh, to get uh, Room 301 um, out of this book, but, like, that's all you get before, like... You just can't look at words anymore, because you're losing yourself. I I can I can kind of I can pick up a scent, kind of. Uh, smells so, it smells Russian. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. You can do that. What like you you you're, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so now that you mentioned scent, and like as, as you're growling, the scent of your own breath leaves your mouth. And that alcohol that you were drinking earlier mm-hmm. um, wafts out. Uh, and you, thinking back to your time with the Russian gentleman, uh, you were both drinking the same drink. And now that your wolf-like scents are about you, you could probably hunt down this Russian individual just based on the scent of that liquor that you were drinking with him. Uh, little Andre. Yeah. Follow me. Okay. Just do it. I'm doing it. Just do it. Okay. Ah! Yay! To the hunt. Yay! So you all fours run down the hallway. <laughs> Little Andre is like just celebrating, <laughs> uh, throwing feathers out uh, in your path as, as you run. Hair, as you, We're a team! Move to room 301 and you can smell behind this door. Behind this door is the sting of that liquor that you were drinking earlier. You can just feel it. And uh, as your your canine senses uh, grow ever stronger, as you are just sweating, but like your what, whatever you're wearing as your clothing right mm-hmm. now is just rings of sweat down from your armpits and right. chest. Right. You're covered in it. Um, as you stand in front of this door, you can hear... That's, that's the toxins leaving your system. The subtle <laughs> All that processed crap you've been yeah, eating. Yeah. I need more birds. Yeah. The subtle Absolutely. clicking of a knife being opened and closed. He's in there. Oh. 
Oh, okay. I knocked the door down. That's what yeah. I'm, that's what I'm good at. <laughs> uh, let's get a strength roll there. Also, I have extra oh, hey, I succeeded. Strength. Yeah. Um, you as you knock on the door, the like it comes off in splinters, um, and the sort of dark room in front of you, uh, you see the body of uh, this Russian individual uh, who appears to have his own knife sticking out of his chest, and he is laying on top of what you recognize to be a bomb. Free meal! Bert! Bert! No, Bert's only... It's dead! It's dead! We don't eat it dead! No, scratch, stop! And we have, like, a long, languishing... Uh, look, just like the director of this movie is, <laughs> got a real, like, had a high special effects budget, and there's just a lot of realistic <laughs> skin and viscera and blood in this particular scene as you, you tear apart. And uh, we, we, in the same shot, we can see just little Andre sitting there shaking his head um, as you tear oh. apart this uh, Russian diplomat. Well, at least we found the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's cut back <laughs> to the room of Lady Skullface. Bubbles. Uh, <laughs> I would like to try and sneak out of uh, uh, Bartleby's uh, pant leg, mm-hmm. if possible. One. That's Boom. a one. That's, that's yeah. You are out of that pant leg. I I just well, flew out of his pants. Where are you gonna sc- Where are you gonna scurry off to? Uh, so I'm going to. Uh, they're like sitting on a couch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to. I'm scurrying out the pants, and I want to go around the couch, and then like go up behind Skull Lady, and then I want to try and put the uh, lucky rabbit's foot onto her turban. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because I'm a trickster. I'm a joker. <laughs> that's, the item. that's the actual. That's the rabbit's foot? Yeah. Oh, it's an actual. Oh, I like took your item? You took my, yeah, apparently. Yes. I do need this in my uh, inventory. Uh, I would like to put the lucky rabbit's foot on top of her turban. Like try and like hang it off of some part of it, whether it's like, okay. it, you know, a piece of it. I think, yeah, I, I think this, I mean, you roll the one that's like the lowest you could possibly roll. So I could see that as successful. Perfect. So, I see now she has my lucky rabbit's foot. Um, you are having a little trouble seeing that because uh, you. this is the closest to a woman that you have ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, and also you like kind of tipped your hand a little bit with that song that you just played. <laughs> oh, and you don't know if this terrifying skull pile also happens to be a terrorist uh, that is going to blow up this blimp. And her expression is incredibly hard to read. Because um, she has no muscles. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just those flaming eyes. Also, I am, one of my attributes is fearless. So I'm not, I'm, 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 I think I'm unafraid if a little bit yeah, Perhaps you're not. You're not afraid. Unaware. You're, you're just sexually excited and unsure what to do. <laughs> not with exactly. Yeah. You don't know what to do with. Uh, in, a, in a scenario, in a scene building question, is the floor of this also peering down into the abyss uh, below us? I think part of it, uh, okay. and the part that you're on right now is like uh, just a beautiful uh, hardwood floor, and that sort of like half moons off into this open area that is glass and overlooks the countryside. Excellent. Okay, so wow. I, 
I see that we have not been honest with one another quite, have we? Perhaps one of us has been honest with the other, and perhaps the other has not returned that honesty in kind. I believe that I was very plain with my intentions earlier, Bard, and as she, like, draws herself up, I must admit I'm hurt that you would have deceived me. In what way have I deceived you? Why, I thought you were just a humble troubadour, but it turns out you're a member of... The Royal Guard. Uh, she says that she draws a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a move? Can yeah, I make you a please move? make a move. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. Five uh, plus five. Not plus eight. five. I perform backstab and I get to defeat an enemy without entering combat. Mm. <laughs> oh, what are you backstabbing her with? I. Uh, oh, it's definitely. Um, it's definitely uh, like a letter opener that I stole from someone else earlier. Like it's not an official weapon; mm-hmm. it's just like something that I could backstab someone with. But it's a sword, too, and I because you're so tiny. Exactly. It's <laughs> it was unwieldy, almost unwieldy for me. Mm-hmm. So, and just while this is while he's doing mm-hmm. this, so she has drawn a gun. She's How drawn close a gun. Am I to her? Um, you are on the opposite end of the couch, I believe. So, I she there is really nothing. I if I will not be able to confront her. I can't make any move. She's going to shoot me before I can do anything. I mean, if you move forward, you do believe you would be shot. Okay. And where is this bottle of booze? Um, I must be on, on the, the table, table next to you, right? Table. So yeah. it's next to me? All right. Well, all right. I'll, that's fine. I'll wait then. I'll hang out. Okay. I will. Uh, well, I mean, here's what happens. Uh, she was backstabbed and, you know, I have to honor the mechanics of that ability, even if it would be some sort of weird boss character. (laughs) (laughs) You defeat an enemy before you enter combat. Uh, So... Wait, you have to... What was the rolling then? So I had to roll... I rolled a d6. If the result plus stealth is 8 or above, defeat target enemy without entering combat. May only be used when sneaking... Which I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, can I have that rabbit's foot card? I just want to oh. see what's on it. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, no. Use after an unsuccessful skill check to re-roll that skill check. Interesting. Um, seeing as how uh, I do not roll skill checks as a GM, uh, it's not possible for me to use that, but I think this situation still works to my advantage. She gets stabbed. Um, she gets stabbed in the neck and you can see several small skulls start to leak. <laughs> her blood her. is skulls? <laughs> her blood is skulls, dude. Yeah, really. skulls. Get over oh, your skulls. hang-ups. Uh, <laughs> like some small skulls, like sort of gracefully, <laughs> like she lets them fall out of her body. Um, and the gun goes off. Uh, and it whizzes over your shoulder and nicks the bottle behind <laughs> you. Filling this room with angry ghosts. Um, Ghost it and then bubbles. continues, the bullet continues over your shoulder and strikes the large glass window behind you, sending spidery cracks. Perhaps in another life. Oh. And she 
falls apart, just melts into a small uh, pile of skulls. Is the like and and like her head rolls towards you on the sofa, it rolls into your hand, and you can see like the flames of the eyes like flickering delicately. Mm. I uh, I I take I I am I am sobbing mm-hmm. at this point. Oh, I was such a fool to have treated the woman I loved so. I'm just so bad with women. <laughs> you you, you oh. look up and you're staring me straight in the eyes. We are uh, like literally um, at the exact same level, and I am standing on the armrest of the couch. And uh, you just see me go, "Never twist a woman." <laughs> um, and with that, like the the light in her eyes goes out. Uh, Horrible ghosts, <laughs> and these aren't just human ghosts. These are, these, skull ghosts. these are ghosts of gods with no name. These these were bottled two hundred and fifty years ago when another party of far braver, far more intrepid adventurers managed to bind an unnamed god to a bottle of spirits. Um, the room gets filled with pressure that sudden that, that, that painfully pushes down on your skin and eyes and is suddenly released as the window cracks oh, no. and bursts open and you see yourself you feel yourselves being thrust towards the abyss of the night, being pulled by the many tentacles and spines and eyes and mouths of the horrible thing you have released from this bottle. Let's not forget all of the bubbles that are in the room. <laughs> and all of the bubbles <laughs> as well. Uh, let's cut over to Scratch and and our friend little Andre. I'm licking my hand claws. <laughs> mm. Scratch, we all fall off the wagon sometimes. Uh, no. uh, that was good. That was like all of your points for the week. Jeez. Uh, okay, the bomb. There's a bomb. Oh yeah. So I guess he uh he was the one. Yeah. He did it. No, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. So uh, let's uh let's throw this bomb out of like one of these windows. There has to be a window on this thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or like the, <laughs> or like the floor, the floor windows. James, would you say that this uh this bomb is an item, an NPC, what? <laughs> I would call it an item, but what? What you? Where are you going with this? What's the size of this bomb? Like, Describe this bomb to us. So the one really fun thing on my um on my character sheet is called Wallop. Mm-hmm. It says I can bash an NPC in the head and draw a personally personality card from the top of the deck, and that personality becomes the NPC's defining personality trait. Mm-hmm. I would really like That's this bomb <laughs> to have okay. some kind of personality to it. Loving it. Okay, so <laughs> it's a bomb. Uh, it looks like a bowling ball mixed with a candle, but uh, because this is like sort of magic. It's got uh, eyes in a French accent. It's got eyes in a French accent. It's got, it's got eyes, eyes in, in a French, French accent. accent. <laughs> it's got eyes in a French accent. And it's a perfectionist. Bonjour. <laughs> oh, should I say bonjour? <laughs> uh, kill me now. You two must be members of the royal guard. Sent here to defuse me and save this airship. Um. No. Yes. To this, I say no. <laughs> no cells. 
You will die in a glorious fireball that will light up the countryside. All right, all right hold on, hold on. Okay, you do know that if you blow up, you're going to die too. Ah, uh, but you'll see, monsieur, this is the ambition of the bomb. Oh, so you're like, you want, it, you want yourself to be fulfilled. Like the whole cookie Since thing. Since I was a tiny okay. child, All right. growing up <laughs> in the heat of my mother's bosom. I, I don't really want to hear. <laughs> I right. felt a pleasure. A, a pleasure. Oh, God. This Dude. is destiny. Uh, oh, my God. I feel the same way. Sal, is this true? I do. I also feel like I have a destiny. And I felt it like ever since I was, I was a small child, growing up in a coal mine, constantly worried that at any given moment, like uh, the smallest flame might set me alight and like take me out before it was my time. Oui, monsieur! This, this is what I feel as well! But you can't go before your time. You have to do it at the right time. Oui, oui. Oh my gosh. My I entire th- life has been leading up to this moment. So what would be the perfect moment for you? It would be if I could feel the wind on my face, the hot wind from flames coming out of my own body as I engulf hundreds of screaming people with the cleansing fire of God. We have to make this happen. (laughs) Scratch. What? We have to make this happen. I'm chewing on a leg. A I, leg? Yeah. <laughs> One that's left. Monsieur Baum, today I, I achieved my goal. I finally found someone who believes in what I believe. Who? <laughs> this guy. Oh, oh that's me. <laughs> I would be honored to help you achieve your life goal. Uh, a, a small tear uh, drips out of this Baum's mouth. Or yeah, up mouth. I guess it cries. <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke. I misspoke. Um, it hits the ground, uh, and like uh, there's a small explosion with a tiny mushroom cloud that like wafts up from it. How did how did the Russian die? Did you see it, Bob? Oh, we oui, we, oui. Monsieur Russian was killed by a slithering pile of skulls that uh, snuck into the room, grabbing his own knife and thrusting it forcibly into his chest. Mm. Uh, the, the, that lady. Yeah. That's the only person I know. On I this guess sport. the other guys were right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, were, they, what, wait, who, so who did it then? Was it her or was it him? You know, I think that's really a matter for the sages to discuss later. Uh, all right. What are we going to do? Oh, the bomb. Well, Scratch, I think you should go tell the guys that they were right. Okay. I'm pretty I'm gonna, fast right now. Cruel. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna take the bomb for a walk. All right. K- k- keep them talking. Yeah. Keep, I'm going to keep them talking. <laughs> but don't let him explode. Right. Not until it's time. This, you got one job, little Andre. You got one job. Just keep the bomb talking and don't let it explode. Right. So what's your what's your goal? <laughs> My one job okay. is to keep the bomb talking yes. and not to let him explode. Good good job. All okay. right, I'm going to go find them. Oh, wait. <laughs> yep, I got it. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Um, so I think we uh, rejoin Ralph and Bartleby as they are clinging to the wall of this room 
uh, holding on for dear life, uh, being <laughs> sucked on by wind and wandering ghosts. Um, <laughs> I need you guys to make strength rolls. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> nope. I succeed mine. Okay. Um, and you succeeded yours with a one. Yeah, you have to roll lower. Yeah, you roll over. Yeah. So succeeding yeah. with a one is the best way you can succeed. I got so, a three, and I have one as strength. So, uh, I, so I think Ralph fail. tumbles through the air, but Bartleby, you're allowed to save him. How do you do it? I use my Chinese finger trap. Yes! Which allows me <gasps> to stick one adventurer or NPC to your object or object to your finger. Mm-hmm. That's what I would like to use. Oh my god, please give me a hula hoop skirt that is actually just a finger trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, you're really small. I'm super small. I'm just getting smaller and smaller Get as it goes. Smaller and so smaller. like you heroically like <laughs> dig a finger into your belt, come it's out on the finger. Probably. Oh yeah, you yeah. flick it out of your blouse. Yes. Um and you've got the finger trap on on, on your finger. Yeah. How do how do you like like poke him in the air and like nab him? Yeah, I think it's it's like a I figure I track him for a little bit and there's like a moment where the music stops and there's a ding and I go Gotcha. <laughs> and I like flip it out with just one wrist swoop towards yeah. his hand. Very debonair. So it's truly debonair. You are cut out from using one of your fingers mm-hmm. um, as you slowly crawl uh, against the pressure of the wind and the, the strength ghost. of the ghosts, <laughs> which are all constantly screaming in a language that makes all of your teeth vibrate. Let's not forget all the popping of the bubbles that are flying around as well. Truly awful. Um, uh, and like as you look back um, to see like these swirling tentacles, uh, the the three lights from the moon like bear down on you, and it's one of the most stirringly beautiful and horrific things that you've ever seen. Um, But you manage to painstakingly crawl your way over to that door. Scratch, uh, you are on the other side of this door. Um, Your friends are inside. How... Or you don't know that your friends are inside. Um, actually, I do. You can smell them. You do. You can smell them. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Your senses. So you know your friends are inside. We're screaming. Are you screaming? Uh, actually, you you can't hear. Oh. Um, you can't. He he can't hear you because this door is so well built. It's a beautiful vaulted gold door. Um, so you're standing in front of this door. Uh, you go for the handle. It is locked. What do you What do you do to try and get inside? I, I scratch at it, paw at it. <laughs> All right, that's that's strength, brother. Okay. I scratch at it. <laughs> I roll two, and I, my strength is two, but also I get a strength advantage. So yeah, you succeed. All right. And fellas, here's what happens. Um, here's the scene that I will leave you with before transferring over to Sam's perspective. The door. Flings itself violently open just as you approach it and you're trying to fiddle with the lock. Like it gets sprung off. Scratch! And you see (laughs) Scratch saying his own name in front of you. Recognizable? um, As the hallways now pour with the sound of screaming horrific ghosts uh, from beyond knowledge. And Scratch, you are confronted with the full light of all three moons in one of the most intense lunar sprays you've ever felt. Uh, And Bartleby, uh, you and Ralph find yourself with 
ghosts on one side <laughs> and a werewolf on the other. And here I am, stuck in the middle with you. And we turn over to little Andre, <laughs> carrying a bomb. Andre, where are you going? Oh, this is hard. Because on one hand, I really... I connect with this bomb in a way that really... I don't connect with a lot of people around me. Hot up, hot up, hot On the I am distinctly aware that this thing will blow up and, and take me with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to. Uh, we're gonna go to. The, we're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go to the sauna. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Right. Like that seems like a logical. Like a logical So, place. yeah, I think we open in the sauna. Okay. Uh, the room is full of steam. Yep. Uh, you've got yourself now dressed in a towel. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so is the bomb. So is the bomb. And the, yeah, bomb the bomb has this little <laughs> towel as well. There's nothing like a good steam. Oh, sir. <laughs> Monsieur, this is... Uh, finally, the world on the outside feels the way I do on the inside. Kind of clammy and... <clears throat> Warm or and full of pressure. I'm full of pressure. Yeah, I feel a lot of pressure right now. Can I tell you about it? Please. Okay. We are friends, are we not? We are. Gosh, we are. We are <clears throat> friends. We are real oh. friends. Look, I started this group. It's all about eating <laughs> raw <laughs> birds. Yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like something is getting lost. In my message. And you just live such a clear life, you know? You know what you want. You know who you are. And me, somewhere in between eating raw birds and trying to convince other people to eat raw birds, I think I lost, I lost what it's all about. What's your bomb? Can you help me get my groove back? The one thing that I know, glowing up as a bomb, is that you spend... Most of your life in potential, waiting for that brief, glorious moment of true, beautiful existence. And then it is gone. You only have the stain that you leave upon the world after that. And that does not even belong to you. It belongs to the people who... uh, Look at your look at you afterwards. God, that's so good. Okay, let me put some more steam on these coals, Mm -hmm. and then we got to do what we got to do. I just take as much. I just take like a ton of water and throw it on the coals. Just tons of steam. I guess this is a stealth roll. Okay, as you like slowly smother out this bomb. Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) This is not (laughs) happening at all. I think rather than tipping your hand to what's happening. you like just are hit with a pang of guilt that jolts your arm and causes you to drop the water and it sort of like harmlessly misses the coals and rolls over the ground. Okay. Well, it's destiny. <laughs> Wearing my towel, carrying the bomb. Gonna go find the biggest spot we can and, you know, <laughs> let him do his <laughs> thing, I guess. Commit, commit, commit. <laughs> Um, I want to cut back to Ralph and Bartleby and Scratch. Uh, okay. Scratch, you're a werewolf. You gotta eat something that thinks. Uh, I'm so 
I'm so small. <laughs> Guys, what do you think you're going to do? What? What? I think Bartleby, you're fearless. I am. Yeah, I'm not so afraid. This is a terrible small. situation yeah. for you to be in. But what do you do? Um. Okay. So I'm just going to recap to make sure I'm on the same page as mm-hmm. you. We have. I have the door is flung open. There is a three moon werewolf in front of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most fearsome of all the yep. werewolves. Behind me is an empty window where all air is being sucked out with a bunch of ghosts swirling around behind me. And yes. bubbles. That's And bubbles. That's Okay, so that's where we are. I am currently clinging to the floor while holding him with, in a finger trap. Yep. This entire I, time, I'm, I'm just it, yeah. flailing around going, So, um, Bart V should not be losing another friend today. And I'm going to attempt to... To I know how hard it is to disengage a finger trap from one's own finger, yeah. <laughs> but I'm hoping I can sort of do a little flick and like flick because he's you're, you're an ambiguous. You think back size. to Bard yeah. College, yeah, <laughs> uh, when your professor and mentor, uh, who was murdered before your eyes by <laughs> enemies that you've sworn to well, avenge. I usually like to share that. Um, <laughs> was teaching you his greatest secret, which is how to disengage a finger trap. With yeah. a single hand. That's why I carry this And it's something that you never got. But oh. <laughs> he gives you words of advice. All right, well, I... And those are... To disengage a finger trap, you need to remember it's just like feeling the caress of a beautiful woman against the back of your neck. Remember... Remember, remember, and you're back um, in this moment. Well, I will think, I will think on the beauty of Lady Skullface, mm-hmm. and I will think on the moments that we had together, and the way I felt in those moments. Yeah, and I will attempt to use all of my bardic imagination, and I will picture what our life could have been together. Yeah, had she not been hell bent on blowing up this entire boat. Yes, and I will think, baby, of all of the beautiful things. I was a grandfather. Well, part, all of these. Part- person part skull so yeah, there's a lot of flesh and grotesque. muscle on these children that we're seeing oh, in this. I, I thought it was going to be lit like but like made of little faces like half of them are skulls oh half, half of them are faces oh that's good too skinned faces can i just say that like the irony of the fact that you're about to like bring up all this emotional stuff about a woman i just murdered <laughs> so that you can save me the murderer of that woman really, that's helping this you is really true it's really tough. i never got the grasp of irony really, oh no so no, no clearly not um so i think i'm going to 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 think about that and make one valiant swooshing finger trap attempt to hurl him over the shoulder of this terrible werewolf and okay. see what happens you, so this is, is either agility, acrobatics, great acrobatics. Yeah, acrobatics. what's your acrobatics? It's a one. Do it, do it. The other this. thing that I, I mean, it, you're, let's have you, you roll your that, acrobatics I'm gonna, first. Let's I'm gonna try to bite him. Roll your yeah, acrobatics. I'm sure you are, but, uh, but I got a three. Three. Okay. So what happens? You fling. It sticks to you. Of course. And, uh, like, you're like, no, no, not in this moment. And then the werewolf leans forward and bites the shit out of your arm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, ah! 
<laughs> you're there. Oh, the werewolf, uh, horrible. Uh, scratch, as, as the blood fills your mouth, you're starting to become lucid. You know that you're biting your friend's arm, but, but, uh, flying about the room is this rabbit's foot <laughs> that we've introduced to the scene, and it lands back uh, in your blouse. Oh. And what it will allow you to do is re-roll a skill check. Well, I think I just failed one of those. So you failed one of those, and now you realize what your master meant all of those years ago. Like feeling the touch of a beautiful woman on the back of your neck. It's not about any sort of dexterity in your wrist or finesse there. It's about the force of your personality. Oh. And that's why you need to make a persuasion roll. Well, that shouldn't be so difficult, I hope. Unless you oh fail totally. <laughs> Scratch. No. Scratch attack. So your arm breaks. Oh, no. Yeah. And you're like limply hanging. <laughs> and now dangling in the wind, being drawn into these ghosts. Oh, no. Um, Scratch, what do you do? Uh, the, the bit of blood <laughs> into my mouth has given me just a little bit of, of uh, consciousness back. And I realize I'm eating my friend, mm-hmm. and so I try to toss him into the hallway with my mouth. Oh, oh God! The hallway <laughs> of my mouth is that no, the, no, the hallway, hallway with my mouth? Okay, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like go and have like an inner space. So this <laughs> is a strength check, scratch. Okay, please, 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 please. Oh, that's a success. Oh, that's good. Right? So you, taught, you, you you with a violent pull, you toss him inside. Ralph, what were you doing while this is happening? Uh, I was mostly <laughs> flailing inside of a Chinese finger <laughs> crap, trap that was being worn like a hula or uh, uh, yeah a hula skirt, but mm-hmm. like obviously a tightly woven hula skirt. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> You're tossed inside, uh, Bartleby. Like you have this moment, your horribly mangled arm is limply hanging from your side. Um, you have managed to save your friend, and you realize you were saved by your friend. So wait, as, am I not attached to his arm? Is his you, arm? You still are. Attached? You are attached. Yeah, his arm is still attached. Okay, his arm is still attached. Have I been flung off? Oh, you know what? No, his arm isn't attached, and here's why. <laughs> You're currently on a finger trap on the end of an arm that's in the jaws of Scratch the Werewolf. Correct. Um, and I think Scratch has reverted just enough so just his human face is on this wolf body. <laughs> so we can have a moment where Bartleby and Ralph realize together that Scratch, their friend who goes by the name Scratch, does that is mean a that werewolf. Does that mean that we're down to a two-moon werewolf now? Is that, like, one of the moons has it, fallen just a, Yeah, maybe, maybe like, the moon is partially obscured by this ghost of another thing, <laughs> and uh, maybe it's the human blood, but, like, you, you have this moment where, like, you guys are both staring at Scratch, who's got a human arm in his mouth <laughs> with his human face. And you no longer have an arm. And you no longer have an arm. So am I free falling? No, you're you were falling oh, into the hallway. hallway. You Wait. lived. You just lost an arm. Okay. My. You want a health potion? <laughs> you want a health potion? Uh, he says like, you want a health potion <laughs> with your uh, arm in his mouth? Oh lord. Um, 
This is no, mine now. I, I, no. This is mine. I'm not. I, <laughs> Scratch attack. Okay. <laughs> Frankly, I'm not. I'm not entirely certain. I, 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 I'm gonna round the corner yeah. at this point. Still with towel on, <laughs> okay. holding the bomb, still in a towel, and I'm gonna see Scratch once again, <laughs> eating, just completely not getting what we do, <laughs> and it causes me to have a massive crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. How my first and best disciple, and I, that's generous. He's just not even getting. Uh, so, bomb, uh, bomb. I'm sorry. Uh, we got it. We got to do this a different way. And I start walking towards the uh, the the abyss of this terrible thing. Yeah. Bartleby and I are both safely in the hallway. Obviously, safely used loosely because he's got uh, one less out. arm. <laughs> Sir, could I ask of you one favor? What? It's gonna be hard right now, Monsieur Bob. I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a space. I'm in a dark. Could a dark you space. give me one of these little birds to snack upon before before the end? Before the end? <sighs> I, I don't, I, I don't know if I can trust again. But but for you, Monsieur Bob, anything. Have a little bird. I see Have them. my last little <laughs> bird. It hops down your arm into the mouth of the bomb. And I think we see and hear uh, like a montage of the rest of the places on this airship. Uh, beautiful people clinking glasses, uh, laughing, <laughs> gambling. Uh, the only real noise, though, is the music of the string quartet. Uh, as it plays over this peaceful scene, and in slow motion, uh, we have uh, holding the bomb a little, dang it, what's, a little Andre, little Andre walking towards this horrible abyssal creature, which is now reaching its ghostly spiny arms into different parts of the ship to violently pull people out into the night. Um, <laughs> you uh, approach this area where these like uh, dark red eyes sort of open up from this ghostly thing as the bomb slow motion explodes uh, to engulf you all and the rest of the ship in a fiery hell. <laughs> Can I just uh, make a quick move there? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, Ralphie? Never twist a woman. So Widow Wealth <laughs> decided to use Dodge, where he doesn't he can avoid the next attack that would otherwise hit the thief. So I hide behind Bartleby Bumblebrag's corpse, <laughs> and, corpse and let it. Well, it's gonna be, and then uh, I let that uh, take in all of the absorption of the bomb that's yeah. going off. Yeah, we see we see you jump into that in slow motion, and again, there's this beautiful languishing shot of fire engulfing the ship and burning the nether thing out of existence. It takes Scratch, it takes Bartleby. I think I'm holding Lady Skullface's skull, skull, skull. <laughs> very beautiful. And like for With a your brief good arm. for a brief moment, yeah, the yeah. Rela- the reflection of the fire, yeah. you see that fire like in her eyes again, yeah. and for Do, a brief moment, you're metaphorically connected. Do I see him feeding the bird? To the bomb, yeah. Can I can I use a sleight of hand <laughs> to try and take that bird? To try and switch the bird with a, a potion. 
okay. <laughs> I guess you can, you can heal take that you can take Sam's you beautiful moment and shit all over it. <laughs> and give it a health potion. <laughs> to make it stronger and more powerful and violent. Oh. I don't really understand how this... I, Look, I you guys sh- failed some critical <laughs> roles towards the end here. But I missed but, the yeah, bug. So we, we've got... So it, the ship is engulfed in hellfire, and then all of a sudden the music stops yeah. uh, at, at that point, And we're suddenly just left with sound effects. Uh, the roaring of flames, the creaking of this unstable airship as it is now crashing into the mountainside that it was slowly drifting towards. And we hear breathing from Ralph, who is ooh, still alive. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have a wooden shield. Can- <laughs> sure, Scratch is not dead either. <laughs> can I'm I, dead. Please tell me that like, uh, the, like the, the airship is blowing up and like mm-hmm. falling into pieces. And I somehow fall into a patch of bubbles. Yeah, a patch just of caught into bubbles. the wind. And again, this is chaotic bubbles. You're on the side of a bubble. It's just violently flinging around in the air. Scratch. Eighty percent of your body is covered in third degree burns. Um, the other's hair. The rest is hair. Wait, As, did he did he successfully swap out the the bird for the potion? I, I will roll you that check. Scratch. It was it was a sleight of hand, so it would have to be stealth. He's got a skill, I think. Or is it a special skill? skill. Sleight of hand. Can we swap one item in your possession for another? Can be used. Uh, or you can there's no roll. Treasure. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's so no you managed to <laughs> heal uh, the bomb. heal the bomb. <laughs> oh. So falling with you also <laughs> is the reformed. Body of this bomb. What? No! (laughs) No! My glory! It was stolen from me! (laughs) You're like caught in the violent tornado of the flames. Like you're all sort of flying together in the air. And then we we come to Ralph's face. (laughs) We hear the, the lamentations of the bomb next to Scratch, who is like, Alive but confused in the tri-moonlight. And then a ring of darkness of our movie closing comes to Ralph's face and stops. That party was a blast. (laughs) (laughs) And guys, that was Firelight. Firelight. Can I I add an afterwards? Yes. We've we've pointed out that Ralph is nebulously small. Yeah. (laughs) So Ralph Ralph lands beautifully inside of a bubble, giggles. I land inside a bubble? I don't even hold on to the side. I go inside. Laughing, having a great time. And then a canary (laughs) puts its paw down, its its talon down on him, and just it rears back. (laughs) And then we go to black. Beautiful. (laughs) I want to thank you all for sitting down to play with me. This was a blast. And for uh, the first three phases of this game, guys, we managed to stay on the rails. Uh, The last two, not so much. But if you want to know how this scenario actually goes, um, and if you want to know more about Firelight listeners, uh, you can head over to the link in the show notes. Um, But thank you all so much for playing with me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Heck yeah. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. We'll be back next week with Damn the Man, Save the Music. 
If you liked Firelight and you want more, be sure to check out the Kickstarter on July 11th. If you're looking for more actual play, be sure to check out the new one-shot program, Adventure. Adventure is an actual play podcast hosted by Pranks Paul that focuses on generating fan fiction for established books, TV shows, and movies through tabletop gaming. Adventure will feature a rotating cast of players and a variety of media properties. The first series was Pokemon, and that is now complete, so you can listen to it in its entirety. On the OneShot Twitch stream this week, we'll have another episode of Warda premiering Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And on Wednesday, the Dungeon Dome returns with a new exhibition match at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find all this and more at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. The OneShot Patreon drive is still going strong, and if we can get our Patreon to 7500 a month by our fourth anniversary in August, we'll make the third installment of the Inspector Jackie Feng Shui series our anniversary series for OneShot. It's already been recorded, and it's waiting to be unlocked. This week, we're also offering a special piece of the Secret Archive. This weekend, I recorded a birthday game of Honey Heist for one of our backers. And it will be added to the Secret Archive no matter what. But if we hit 1,100 backers by Friday at 11.59 p.m., it will be available to our $2 backers as well. At the time of this recording, we are just under 50 backers away from that goal. So if you've been waiting to back the OneShot Patreon, now is the time to do it. As always, we end OneShot with a call to action. And this week, I am going to talk about healthcare again. This week on Twitter, one of my tweets blew up. It got thousands of retweets. Part of it was me venting my frustration about healthcare. My mother has cancer, a really bad advanced stage of cancer. Thankfully, right now, it's being controlled by one of the medications that she takes. And as long as her health insurance can keep paying for that medication, I'm still going to have a mom. But if the new Senate Republican health care bill is anything like the House Republican health care bill or the other draft of the American Health Care Act that the Republicans and Trump championed, then folks with pre-existing conditions like my mother could be denied coverage by their insurers. Currently, we don't know what's in that bill, and we don't know what's in that bill because Republicans have refused to show it to the public. It's nerve-wracking and frustrating and heartbreaking to have to deal with that mystery every day, knowing that each time the Republicans saw fit to try and fix Obamacare, they put forth a bill that would uninsure millions and that would guarantee the deaths of thousands of Americans. Maybe you're not someone who liked Obamacare. I get that. I know that there are some problems with that bill. It caused insurance premiums for some people to go unacceptably high. That's something that I can absolutely agree needs to be fixed. But you can't kill people to do that. You can't tear families apart and force people into poverty. You might be a person who's uncomfortable being politically active. I know that it can cause you to go to uncomfortable places with social anxiety to do things like contacting your representatives. But we have to. I'm not just fighting this battle for my mother. Because I know there are other people out there in similar situations. And I cannot sit by and do nothing. So what I'm asking my audience to do is search your feelings. If you don't want millions of Americans to be uninsured. If you don't want to condemn people to suffering and death that can be prevented by medical intervention, then I urge you 
to contact your representatives and voice your opinions about this bill. It's quick. It's something you can do in five minutes. And if you do feel anxiety about it, there's a service that I use that could be really helpful to you called fivecalls.org. Five Calls provides you with summaries of major political issues, contact information for your representatives, and scripts to read on the phone so that you're not just going off the top of your dome and getting tangled up in your anxiety. If you want to check it out, it's the number five calls.org. I don't need you to agree with me fully. I just need you to understand that a bill that puts millions of people at risk for dying or suffering from preventable causes is not acceptable. That we as a society can do better than that. If you feel that way, do something about it. Call, volunteer, and donate. Thank you. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser who wants to reach and engage Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out Tight Pencils. Tight Pencils is a show that explores the process of making art and comics. Each episode, Matt and Kevin sit down with a maker, drawer, cartoonist, painter, or designer to find out more about their work and what inspires them to create. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at oneshotpodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.